American Craftsman Podcast is proud to partner with Montana Brand Tools. The West was built by people with strength and great pride in their workmanship. It was a necessity that early settlers of Montana have a strong will, a resilient character, and great determination to tame the rugged landscape while adapting to its dramatic climate. That spirit, made in the USA pride and craftsmanship, is alive today, both in how Montana Brand Tools are manufactured and how they perform. Montana Brand Power Tool accessories are manufactured utilizing proprietary, state-of-the-art CNC machining equipment and the highest quality materials available. Montana Brand Tools are guaranteed for life to be free of defects in material and workmanship because we build these tools with pride and determination. Montana Brand Tools are manufactured by Rocky Mountain Twist, located in Ronan, Montana. Montana Brand's heritage comes from a long line of innovative power tool accessories. Use coupon code American Craftsman for 10% off your order at MontanaBrandTools.com. Well, this is episode 42 of the American Craftsman podcast. You guys might notice something different if you're uh, watching this online. Uh, yeah, and if you're not watching, go over to YouTube and uh, and see what's going on. Although, you know, <laughs> not that we're not going to reveal what's going on. You may notice the uh, the audio is slightly different. Um, that's because we are in my truck. Yeah. And we're driving up to Newark, New Jersey, for uh, a little bit of a of an install and a template. We got a mosquito in here. Uh oh. You know he's gonna be feasting on one of our legs. I think I caught him. No, that's a. You'll hear the, uh, that's our power inverter kicking on. Oh, there he is. So, yeah, we got a, uh, a, a meeting with the client today to go over some samples, do do a little bit of pre-installation work uh, and templating. Bastard. Oh, there he is. Um, I think you got him. Yeah, I don't know. What I was going to say is um, today is the only day that the client could meet. So, um, you know, rather than try and rush back in the afternoon, do the podcast, we figured, you know what, let's do it in the truck. <laughs> and rather than half-ass it, we got... <laughs> because we do everything got the hard way. <laughs> microphone sticking out of the back seat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be an un, an unscripted uh, edition. Yeah. And actually, I forgot we did get two questions. Um, I figured we wouldn't we wouldn't ask for questions this week because you know it's going to be a little bit uh, you know hard to to read them and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we do have two questions. One uh, both from patrons. One from Jerry. One from Colin. Um, and I'll just uh, I'll recite those from memory here once we get into it. But yeah. Looks like there was an accident here, uh, the after effects of an accident. Yeah, three-car uh, pileup. Um, so there's no beer of the week this week because, uh, A, it's 7.55 in the morning, and B, <laughs> it's illegal. drinking and driving is quite frowned upon in New Jersey. Yeah. But we got our coffee. Yeah. In our Owlhead Woodco mugs. I'm drinking uh, chilled coffee this morning. I forgot that we're uh, on camera, too. So I actually run in uh, OBS through my cell phone today, trying that out. I got my breakfast of champions. Yeah. The marshmallow cones. Those were my sons, but he, uh, <laughs> he's he got enough candy, so. <laughs> you figured I would eat them. Yeah. <laughs> you figured right. What the hell is this thing? <laughs> Yeah, something in the road. Out at this uh, time of day, it's pretty unusual for us. We're, uh, I mean, we get into the shop about 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. Between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, and we don't really start moving until about 8. Sip on the coffee, get the AC running, you know, up to speed, and kind of formulate our thoughts, wipe out the brain fog. Yeah, and typically if we're uh, taking a drive up north we try and leave about nine o'clock that way we beat the uh the rush hour not beat but we come past the rush hour traffic yeah um 
you know, this little stretch of road that we're going to be on is huge commuting area. You know, all these people coming from here and even further south going up to New York City and, uh, you know, Jersey City. Yeah, Middletown in general is a big commuter zone. Yep. Yeah, we got a train station and, uh, and several buses that go to the city. Yeah. This is all part of the woodworking uh, adventure, having to go out of the shop and get out, meet clients, mm-hmm. go to the job, template, inspect the site, you know, as because um, they probably, you know, people probably don't know this, this job site's under construction, so it's evolving, you know, it's good to, to get in there and see the state of things. Look at that thing. Wow. It looks like some kind of English car. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a new construction, you know, residential building, like 150 units or something. So, you know, this was a hole in the ground, I guess, a couple months ago or maybe, you know, 10 months ago. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. Like, they were installing stuff with the elevator last time we were there and... Um, they were doing the the spackling, taping and spackling. So we're trying to get in to do this rope wall that we've talked about. The uh, it's getting ropes on either edge, basically, you know, set in from the edge. But down the middle is going to be a piece of storefront with glass. So we really need to get these anchors in. You know, they're going to be in anchors because um, it basically because otherwise we'll have to work around the glass. Right, yeah. The you know, the reason we're using anchors is because they got to us too late and it was already rocked and, and spackled. We would have, you know, asked for blocking in there. Which was in my initial bids before we actually met the client, but uh that's besides the point. Yeah. So yeah, if we get these anchors in, we'll be in good shape. It'll make the install of the ropes, you know, nice and easy. We have a, a template that's you know, the width of the wall and uh about five six feet long so we'll uh we'll use it on the bottom and the top we should get everything to match up real nice i'm confident you want to uh you, you got a question for the for the crew yeah do you have a uh, a tool of the week off the t- you know we obviously <laughs> can't show it but tool of the week is the brain <laughs> no i told you it's gonna be the left hand that's next week. <laughs> you give me a little while, I'll come up with something. Take a look back at the computer, make sure that we're still rolling. Yeah, right. yeah, we're still we're still rocking and rolling. I'm uh, racked with paranoid. This person loves to stop like fucking six car. <laughs> sorry for the language. Six car lengths before the person in front of them at a red light. Oh, oh people better get used to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm an aggravated driver. But I'm a good driver. Yeah, yeah. Just very good driver. He drives everywhere for us. It's interesting to see all the people going to work. Yeah. Um, a world that we're not accustomed to. We we are pretty much insulated from that sort of thing. I mean, I live on site, and you <laughs> are literally straight down one road. Yeah, three miles. Basically in the same exact spot I am, mm-hmm. you know? We live off the same road, uh, coincidentally. Yeah, it actually, it took me 11 minutes to get to the shop, uh, was it yesterday? I was surprised. Yeah. A lot of schools on the way. Yes. Um, that's the, uh, the bane of, uh, suburban life. It's the school bus and the parents shuttling their kid to and fro. When I was a kid... Nobody's parents drove them to school. No. In fact, you either took the bus or you were a walker. It was a, it was kind of a mark of disgrace if your parents were taking you to school. Yeah, you were a bit of a little weenie if uh, your your mom had to take you to school. I want to know what's this person's deal. <laughs> Driving their Kia Soul. Probably texting, drinking coffee, trying uh, to put on yeah. eyeliner. They're doing the texting swerve. Typically, when somebody stops, like, way before the other car, it's because they're doing three other things. 
Yeah, I can see that head. She's looking down. She's got a, a, a eight inch diameter shamrock hanging from her rearview mirror. Yep. Up, oh, just flipped the hair. Her hair's really gonna flip when she overturns that Kia Soul. Hopefully, we're nowhere near when it happens. Yeah, yeah. She's headed for the parkway, too. You can guarantee that. Home Depot bucket free on the side of Highway 36 if anyone's interested. Mile marker, uh, uh, I don't know. We don't where's have a, any mile markers. Where's a marker when you need one? Yeah. I don't know if they have mile markers. Oh, let's see the line at the Dunkin' Donuts this morning. There it is. There are the sheep. Bah. Let me get my, gotta have my Dunkin'. They still use that? <laughs> is that still their tagline? <laughs> I think this, I think the tag, I'm. Oh, America runs, runs on, on Duncan. Duncan. Yeah, that ain't saying much. <laughs> uh, look, and there's a, there's a profile. There's, that woman has not done any running. What is this person doing? She's like digging under the passenger seat. Give her a little hug. Come on. I like when you finally get to pass someone and you look over and you get to see their stupid face. People from outside of the tri-state are probably cringing right now because they're yeah. not used to this level of uh, driving aggression. <laughs> this is nothing. It's dog eat dog out here. You better you either get out of the way or don't be in the way or get out of the way. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Left lane is for passing, folks. And uh, th this really is pretty sedate as far as uh, commuter. Uh, time driving. I got a tent going up in the Perkins parking lot. Yeah, getting ready to sell some fireworks for 4th of July. What's going on? Price of gas, $2.91 at the Wawa. I swear. I'm just ready to just get on the parkway. Look at Up that hair. Cruise control. My God. We're here. We're passing Fantasies, the yeah. ultimate gentleman's club. Now showing UFC matches starting Saturday, June twelfth. Yeah, fantasies. It's no, a no windows on that building. <laughs> I wonder why. You think they're open for lunch? I think they are, and I'm pretty sure they sell food. Could you imagine the cook at fantasies? You think it's one of the dancers and they just like, they're like, hey, go back there and we're going to need two burgers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sprinkles, get back. We need two hamburgers and fries. What the hell? So we're just about up to the Garden State. Went through the last light. Caught a yellow. Yeah, I should have just stopped and let this person get as far away from me as, as humanly possible. Hopefully they take Parkway South, but I doubt it. No, they're going north. They're going north. At least we can get around them on the parkway. I'm gonna take her, take her nice and easy. Um, should we take this time to welcome our newest patron? Yeah, Mary Beth Jones. That's right, you heard it, folks. Mary Beth Jones, our first woman patron. It's official. This is like you know worst merge in <laughs> in the world. They give the people who are trying to get onto the parkway from Highway 35, this is where Highway 35 and 36 both enter the Garden State Parkway. They give them about six feet of uh, merge. Yeah. So people either stop completely or, or cut somebody yeah, off. Yeah, or they just come flying out with uh, complete disregard to. That's right. Everyone well, else. I mean, you, they don't give people much choice. No. You have to either be like a daredevil. Looks like she's going local. No, she's going to cut all the way across. Is she going to do a scrape? Let's see. Nope. No. Well, she's going local. I'm going express. Yeah, here we go. I don't know if that's... That's not a thing I've seen on, on a lot of other, like, highways. I've, I mean, I've driven not a whole lot. In, I mean, you've driven way more than me in the yeah. in other states. But the parkway, we have express... express like, we call it express lane, but it's really like a section. So there's, there's what is this, four lanes or three right here? I think it's right three. It's three right here. Three lanes that are express, so there's no exits. Um, and three lanes over there that, that are uh, locals. So those, every exit, there will be an exit. Over here, there's only a, an exit every, like, 20 miles. Um, and you have crossovers where you can cross over into 
into the locals. Yeah. So the next crossover over here is the Driscoll Bridge, which um, kind of like the dividing line between central and northern New Jersey, I'd say. Yeah, I, I agree. In in my experience, like crossing the, the country, a lot of that stuff with no exits is reserved for turnpi- turnpikes, like the Ohio Turnpike and... PA Turnpike. Yeah, where there'll be long stretches without an exit. Yeah. I can't, I can't think from memory any other state I've been in that had, like, a parkway. I mean, we call it the Belt Parkway in Brooklyn, but it's not really like this. You got the Pulaski Skyway. <laughs> yeah. Skyway. That's not a thing. <laughs> Sounds like the Jetsons. Very, yeah. very, the you know when they named it, they were thinking like... Like, no, this is just a janky bridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Is, is the Pulaski Skyway the most disappointing uh, structure from name to actual uh, site? When you see the Pulaski Skyway for the first time, tell me you're not disappointed. It does sound pretty like... Austere. Yeah, we're gonna take a drive on the Pulaski Skyway. It sounds futuristic and clean and gleaming, and you know, it's just like been under construction (laughs) for like 25 years. This is rusty, janky thing. Looks like an old railroad bridge. Yeah, you get to look at all the container ships. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, uh, what exit are we getting off, by the way? I don't know. What's the address we're going to? Do you remember? Uh, 254 Orange Street, Newark, New Jersey. 254 Orange Street. Let's see what we got here. I just need some basic direction. It's 22 miles. Uh, directions. Let's go. Express lane pretty, uh, clear right now. Starting route to 254 Orange Street. Nobody in my way. No thanks, Siri. See, I got a, a British gal. There you go. Might have us take the... Oh, you know, it's going to have us take the oranges exit, I bet. Which is one of the worst. One of the worst exits on the whole parkway. It backs way up. And then uh, everybody goes past the line of cars and then just oh, cuts Oh, that in. one, yeah. They just cut in at the end. So, I don't know. Let us know, guys, what you think of this new format. <laughs> Thinking we might even just start a whole new side podcast. Yeah. Woodworkers in cars drinking coffee. That's true. How's your coffee taste this morning? Pretty good. I'm drinking that new coffee from uh, the place down the street. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, which one's it called? Um, I want to say it was like Sola. You know, Andrea showed it to me last night. She said, uh, you want to uh, show Jeff this coffee and tell him which one we got? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll tell him tomorrow. <laughs> but the name flew right out of my head. Yeah. They- oh, it's uh, it's organic. Uh, uh-huh. That's the only thing I can remember. Fair trade. Yeah, yeah. Single origin. Yeah. You know all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they've got some good coffee. Yeah, it's pretty good. What kind of grind size you using on that uh, compressor? Uh, I'm in the medium. I'm in the medium range. Yeah, yeah I'm like a uh, couple ticks towards fine from medium. That's yeah. What, uh, what um, uh, Baratza recommends for the Technivorm. Yes, yes. I, yeah, I'm not exactly on medium. I'm slightly towards fine myself. Yeah. I uh, did used to actually go a couple ticks towards coarse, uh, hmm. just out of experimentation. But Yeah, it's always good to try. You know, this is so typical. You guys can't see, but this minivan... Yeah. New York license plate gets from the left lane to the middle lane, gets in front of me. Now, I got my cruise control on 72. And then they and slow down. I'm going to be inside of their van pretty soon. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm driving home from the shop yesterday, Route 36. <laughs> now, in New Jersey, there's no left turns on highways. It's divided with concrete dividers, yeah, too. Yeah, there's openings where, you know, the cross streets are because there's obviously cross street traffic. And a stoplight. Idiot. Um, 
sorry for the navigation. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we're, we light turns red. We all stop. I'm in the left lane behind a car for, with New York plates who pulled out, you know, a couple lights back, went straight to the left lane. Then there was nobody on the on the road in front of them. It was straight to the left lane. So we get to the light, light turn, you know, light turns red. We stop. Light turns green. They don't move. I give them a beep. They still don't move. Here's a cop. Um, uh, where was I going? Oh, they don't move. So they're still not moving. So I'm laying on my horn, like nonstop. I got it totally blasting. <laughs> Next thing you know, left turn into oncoming. You know, there's traffic coming the other way. It's a highway, 50 miles an hour. People are doing 60, 65 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, Very dangerous move. And, you know, as I'm laying on my horn, I'm, like, going, like, you can't turn left. <laughs> Complete disregard. They just, you know. Here's a question for you. Did they have their blinker on? I think they did. I couldn't see it first because I had crept up so close to them. Yeah. You, were, you were trying to push them through the intersection. I was ready to get out of my car and, and uh, kick their side view mirror off. I wonder if we're going to run into the soul woman, uh. On the bridge here. What soul woman? You know, Kia soul woman. Oh. Not not Aretha. She's overturned six miles back <laughs> with a lipstick in her hand. Yeah. And an eyebrow pencil in the other. Keep left onto Garden State Parkway and got this fancy British uh, navigation yeah. going. <laughs> She's sexy, ain't she? So now we're going over the Driscoll Bridge, which is um I mean, this is a wide bridge. <clears throat> this is... It's funny that... Uh, no, that's the Route 9 bridge, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is like a 12-lane or, or more. We've got four here. I think four over there. Maybe five or six over there. Yeah. And I, this goes over... I guess this is the Raritan River. Yep. I mean, a 15-lane bridge must blow people's minds if they come from, you know... I mean, maybe, I know Texas has these massive highways. Like when I went to Texas last time and I, I rented a car, I drove down from Dallas to my friend's house outside Waco, and I was blown away by the size of the highways. Yeah, some of those, like, uh, what do they call them, spurs, where all these different roads are meeting up into one. Yeah, like eight lanes going the same direction. Um wild is everybody still in the left lane <laughs> i just like driving in the left i like driving in the left yeah <laughs> oh god that was funny if you're not passing or actively trying to get past the person in front yeah, of you get out yeah. of the left lane yeah um chicago has some uh big highways and stuff like that too but i don't remember them really being so expansive you know that's the thing out west they had the room when when they needed new highways they really started building extra wide but like when you, you know you said you've never been to brooklyn when we finally do get to brooklyn and we get on the belt parkway uh -huh. the first thing you're going to notice is the lanes are only about as wide as a car. Oh, yeah. It's three lanes. Because it's, all, it's an old road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was probably originally two lanes is yeah. what happened. <clears throat> yeah, well, I used to work in Seaside. And uh, I forget the name of the bridge. I think they just rebuilt it. But, you know, you got Highway 37. Um which goes, you know, through Tom's River and Man Manchester, Tom's River, and then over onto the island, um, which is Seaside. And it's, I think, three lanes with concrete dividers like this on, on you know, it's got the, the wall of the bridge and then concrete dividers like that. Um, and the lanes are so tight. And, you know, it's all idiots on that thing. Yeah, because everybody's yeah. going into Seaside. It's all tourists going to the beach. And I was just trying to get to work. And I would weave in and out of those freaking people. Hey, you know, I was thinking um, I don't have a, a physical tool of the week. Mm -hmm. But, you know, could talk a little bit about uh, the SketchUp, SketchUp? As, as a tool of the week. And it, it might be, you know, 
a part of our uh, design. Uh, I was gonna say it's a good uh, good tie-in to the the, uh, the what next do we call that Patreon live stream, mm -hmm. which will be July thirteenth at eleven Eastern, eleven a.m. Yeah, hopefully not p.m. Look at that old van. Yeah. Um, so this one will be on design. The last one was on pricing. So this one will be on design. And uh, if you wanna you wanna get in on that, you can join the Patreon. So we'll have a link down there. Yeah. So uh, at this point, if you're interested in woodworking, you've heard of SketchUp. Mm -hmm. um, and what it is, it's a 3D drawing program. Everybody probably knows that much too. And for those that haven't tried it, there's a free version that you can download. Well, uh, you, well, yeah, you can't download it anymore. Oh, what do they do? It's all online based. Oh, it's all online. That's yeah. how long it's been. Yeah. Um, I was a really early adopter of SketchUp. It was back when Google owned it. Um, they sold it to somebody named Trimble, and uh, which kind of always surprised me. You know, Google's usually buying stuff up. But they sold it to Trimble, and then uh, Trimble has sort of expanded it well beyond uh, the, the capabilities that I use. And the thing that's great about SketchUp or your uh, preferred software, which is Fusion 360, um, and we'll get into that on our design uh, podcast, all the different capabilities that Fusion has, is that it allows the woodworker, like a professional woodworker who needs to make a presentation, or even uh, a hobbyist who wants to um, either take a look at different design schemes mm -hmm. or figure out uh, how pieces are going to fit together because it's that exacting. You could literally build it piece by piece and then fit it together and it'll show you where you might have errors yep. in spacing. And that's a really useful way that we employ SketchUp and Fusion. We'll, we'll take the room measurements and draw the client's space in the computer and then when we're designing especially when it comes to big suites of things we could see oh we're gonna have a half inch gap at the wall over here let's you know increase the size of this cabinet yeah we're like oh shit there's a switch right there <laughs> yeah exactly oh wait there's two return return events uh, yeah that happens too but it helps us design around those things. Yep. Um, and it's a great presentation tool. So when you're doing custom work and somebody hires you, typically they're going to say, yeah, you know, I want this. Let's say we'll use an entertainment center as the example. I need this thing for my TV and it's going to go right over here in this space in my house. So what's the first thing we do, Jeff, when we go over there? We say, good morning, client. <laughs> well, we check them out. We check out their space and we measure their their room, you know, so that we can recreate the space as close as possible in our computers. That gives us the foundation for the design work that we're going to do. And the confidence to, you know, now never go back to the job site, right. ideally. Right, Um Go one time, get every single possible measurement that could be pertinent, even ones that aren't. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to pop up because, you know, you may have a design change or or, or whatever. Um, and then just be able to build it and show up and it all works. Right, right. Now, um, we worked at a place that famously was unable to do that for some reason or other or for various reasons. Definitely things, various, yeah. <laughs> things never quite fit. Those tape measures are tricky. <laughs> or there was the cardboard template that was always... But, it, you know, the template's only as good as the person who's making the template. And that's yeah. really what it's all about. Whether it's... I mean, uh, a cardboard template could possibly work if you took great care in handling it and the edges and all that stuff. Um, but more often than not... It's, it's sort of like a thin plywood, hot melt glue kind of template. I mean, yeah. that's what, uh, you know, like, cat, not cabinet, countertop, countertop guys, they used yeah. that forever before uh, the computer took over. Um, so I forgot where I was going with this. But uh, anyway, the next thing that the programs allow us is the presentation side of things, yeah. right? 
which is really um, where it stands out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the the um, ability to design in 3D and, and work through kinks is, I'm not trying to under underplay that, but the presentation is, is huge. It, it changed everything. When I started with SketchUp, um, again, such a long time ago when it first came out, it's got to be at least 15 years. It changed everything for my business model. And I could draw. I mean, not only do I have a, like artistic ability to draw, I am a trained draftsman and know how to create measured drawings and all that stuff, blueprints. And I used to do all of those things. Look at this guy in the middle lane going. Cops got somebody pulled over on the side of the road and they decide yeah. to slow down. But pencil and paper is two dimensions, 2D. And technical drawings only really show so much. Yep. You know, and it's hard for the layperson, the client, to translate all that stuff. Now, even the most basic drawing in SketchUp, it's got colors and the room and you can navigate through it so you're turning the model and you can walk through it yeah you get those um different perspectives Mm -hmm. you know from low from high different angles somebody asks, how how deep is that drawer here you pull out your little tape measure and measure it i mean it's it's fully interactive and and so what that does is it shows the person what you're uh, proposing with no uh, gray area, they don't have to take such a leap of faith, right? Because uh, I'll backtrack. What I was saying was, we go there, we we measure the room. They tell us a little bit about what they need. We measure maybe it's their TV, their AV equipment. Uh, we look for obstructions, and we we kind of check out what the room is is telling us as far as design already in the place Um, we try and future proof as much as possible and then we go back to our computers and we uh, throw around some design ideas the both of us Uh, and we pretty much come from the same school and and wind up with two versions of the same thing more or less almost every time or we'll incorporate something and go oh that's a cool idea Mm -hmm. let's do this let's try that let's what if we turned it that way um and then there's always the uh, the new uh challenge aspect of the job that we like to include yep um whether it's a tool a machine a design element we love to throw that in but we, we get to go back to the client with our computer, or most of the time we just do electronically. Now we just email it off. Um, and they get to look at it and see what it is they're buying, almost as if it already exists. Right. Like, and that's what people are used to now, scrolling through pages and say, oh, yeah, I like that. I want it. Um, so if you're interested, yeah, this person is really a pain in the ass. Ah, they're getting over. About time. You're trying to, you know, get over into the side of another car. Um, so if you're if you're curious, if you're interested, you ever notice that people that have problems are always kind of looking up like they're peering out over the front of the car? Hey, look at this. We got a stretch Lincoln SUV. Yeah. Wonder who's in there. Probably somebody going to Newark Airport. Yeah. What do we got going on here? Look at this van trying to. Trying to merge in and just—he's got traffic stopped yeah. behind him. That's safe. Yeah. Where are we exiting, by the way? That the, the uh, oranges. Uh, let's see. Coming up. Two eighty. Yeah. Uh. What? It's Why are another one. Driving so slow. We get off at 280 East. Oh, okay. Um, so you should definitely check out SketchUp. Um, it might be a little daunting at first if you've never used it. Um, I think Fusion. Um, do they have a? I don't call it a free version. 
Yeah. The, the, yeah. Um, the thing is, if you're doing any kind of like CNC work or anything more technical, the capabilities of Fusion pretty much outstrip that of SketchUp. I think aesthetically too, it yeah. looks better. And the controls are more or less the same. The are, basic controls. Going through a toll plaza. Yeah, welcome in. Welcome into my lane, Mr. Smart Car. But uh, it's it's definitely worth your time investment. In 4.1 miles, take exit 145 to merge onto I-280 towards Newark. Going through a toll plaza. New Jersey landmarks. Have you ever watched The Sopranos? Yeah. So we're getting off at 145. Okay. I think that, yeah, I think that I-280 is. I-280 East. Yeah, this guy wants to come in too. I swear, the the people they look so stupid. The ones who are driving like idiots. <laughs> they do not to not to be judgmental, but there no, does seem to, yeah, there does seem to be a few sandwiches missing out of the picnic oh, basket man. there. How are we looking on the computer? We're still recording. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. There's the levels going. Um. And there's that guy that cut in front of me, right to the left lane. Yep. And here's the sheriff. Oh my God. Oh, try and there's one of those scat vans. Oh Lord. <laughs> and uh, and a no, Prius no. Would, would just sitting with the blinker on in the in the uh, oh second God. To right lane. You, I wish we could turn the camera around so people could see this this nonsense. Let's get a look at that. Is person. this? You got to be kidding me. I swear, people are special this morning. <laughs> this is this is what commuters deal with every day. Can you believe it? I wouldn't last a month. Oh man, there's oh there's nobody in front of this uh, scat van. It's a yeah, it's a school, school vehicle. Yeah, handicap uh, school bus. Um, so check out a drawing program, whether it's SketchUp, whether it's Fusion 360. I would. I would stick to those two yeah. as far as exploring anything. Now they're getting over again. Yeah, I would implore you to try Fusion if you're gonna um, if you're gonna start from scratch. Just yeah. Because that way you don't have to unlearn anything. Yeah, it's so much more capable that, um, and you know, essentially the actions are the same. Yeah. So you could uh, you could just do more with Fusion. It's got a lot more hidden menu functions. Uh, on uh, on Fusion, there's all those drop-down things. There's the timeline, which is yeah. really for me is a real critical tool. Um, yeah, yeah. SketchUp, it's hard now. SketchUp just changed a lot. Yeah. So I, we can't speak to the newest version, but um, like SketchUp 2019, if you if you need to go back and change something, it's a hassle. You need to like literally go back. Now, yeah. In Fusion, you could just go to your timeline, find that whatever action that was. Let's say you take exit 145 to merge onto I280 towards New York. Let's say you drew a rectangle and you drew it two feet by two feet, and then you know you extruded it and turned it into this component. Well, in Fusion, you can go back and change the dimension of that, and all the other parts will you know move accordingly. Yeah, that's the thing. Where in SketchUp, you got to do everything individually because you're only able to work on that one piece right um so parts won't realign themselves yeah and sometimes they get tied together and these that was one of the biggest things with me in in sketchup where um you know things becoming intertwined when i didn't necessarily want them to be and that's just an aptitude thing most of all but um it seemed too easy to happen to me in in sketchup like it was like almost like the default where things would get tied together. Oh yeah, it does default to that. Like if you draw something and don't isolate it as a a group or a component, it will automatically tie itself to the next thing you draw on, yeah. on it. Thing I like about Fusion is because it's like a CAD based um, uh, program. Everything is built out of sketches. Where SketchUp, the planes are a little more loose. Mm -hmm. Like in Fusion, let's say I'm, I want to build a table. So I draw a rectangle that's 30 inches 
wide and 72 inches long and this is going to be the countertop and then I extrude it to uh, an inch and a half thick when I extrude it I, I select you know extrude as new component so there's my component there's the top then I can actually select the bottom of the table and you go back into a 2d view of the bottom of the table and this is where I create my sketches for the for the legs mm -hmm. um, which start also as a 2d so I could draw you know let's say I want four legs and I want them to all splay out splay and rake at five degrees well, I can draw my four squares, and I can extrude them, and I can set those splays and rakes on the extrusion. And now I extrude those as components, and now I have my leg component. So um, it, it was it's not as, as elegant in SketchUp to me. No, in SketchUp, the way I use it, I almost use it like I'm drawing, because I draw line by line. Which yeah, is, is, yeah. Um, for the beginner, it's probably 100 times harder and slower. Um, yes. <laughs> it's taken me many, many years to, to go at the speed I do in SketchUp. And if I could start all over again, I'd definitely pick Fusion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, learning your keyboard shortcuts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, all that muscle memory. So... That's our uh, big advice for today. Mm -hmm. Check out a 3D drawing program and uh, put it in the mix of what you're doing. And you'll see how it positively impacts uh, what you're doing, whether you're a professional. Uh, if you're a professional, I could almost guarantee it's going to uh, make you more money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know how guys are still selling jobs with just like a, an elevation view on you know cv or something or on yeah. or just a hand drawn i mean if they're selling to contractors that they have relationships with yeah that's that's separate from i mean we deal with clients and we're doing custom stuff so i mean we have to present mm -hmm. this unique idea and some vision um but yeah get on it well where we are we're uh, we're caught in uh, the exit lane traffic here with the uh, yeah me personally you know some days i'll just sit in this and not worry about trying to get up there and squeeze in but yeah you can see you can't see but all these people in the the lane adjacent to us are trying to get in up there yeah because there's nothing better than getting up about five cars up yeah and in traffic right i mean that that'll uh, really make your day a better one gonna let that guy in but he didn't he didn't like the spot enough no no he, he get up a little he's, further he's shooting what well, look at him he's going for three cars up wow man then at the end i get spiteful i ain't letting anybody in <laughs> he goes goes from generous to spiteful that's right you had your chance where's, i can see where's the line a little bit extra but <laughs> yeah here's the line now nobody's getting in i'm gonna ride this guy's ass <laughs> All the way up until the exit. You want to squeeze in, squeeze in front of somebody else. Got signs here for the, the Newark Trauma Center. That's uh, the big trauma center hospital in this area. You know, like if you get uh, medevaced, that's probably where you're going. I think it's a, is that a Robert Wood Johnson? I don't know. Looks like we're going to get off at First Street once we get on to 280. Take exit Like, people up there, they literally, they're crossing solid lines. What did it say I'm doing? We're going to take 280 to 1st Street. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the exit. In half a mile, keep right to merge onto I-280 East towards Newark. This is, looks, looks familiar. Oh, yeah, there's a toll plaza right after this. Got an orange light on the top of his car. Watch out. This poor guy. 
You know, I was checking out all those small vans. Uh-huh. The interior height of those really is just a little over four feet on How those lowest. That doesn't seem seem right. We'll have to get in there and, and check one out in person. But I came across these sites because, you know, all that van living stuff. You know, oh, the van. Yeah. there are sites that, like, show all the dimensions. Because I, my, I don't know, my Ford van, the door was yeah. four feet. Yeah. And then it was, you know, had to be 54 or 58 inches on the inside. I think the old-fashioned vans are much roomier. That seems like Exit a... Uh, left first street. Now I'm talking about those mini, like the ProMaster City. But the Metro seems like a, like, that seems like a regular size van. I think like the Metro is. Oh, I think okay. the but I'm just talking about like the connect, that little connect or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, that I, that I can believe. Oh yeah, we take a left here. Oh shit, I remember the U-Haul. Yeah, welcome to Newark. Currently being gentrified. <laughs> Newark. Uh, I don't Poor know people still is. not welcome in Newark. Carjacking capital of the world. <laughs> you want to get your car stolen? <laughs> it's a good place to leave it. Yeah. We make good time. Yeah. Less than an hour. Habitually early. Yeah, that's us. She's got a pleasant voice, my Siri, doesn't she? Yeah, soothing. Make me want to fall asleep while I'm driving. <laughs> oh, yeah. What I want to know, is there a place where to we can park? park. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. I figure what we'll do is we'll... Uh, we can unload, do yeah, the double park thing. Yeah. Well, folks, I'm going to be signing off here in a minute. Um, yeah. So tool of the week was the brain, beer of the week. <laughs> we'll have to hit that next week. And sketch uh, up or Fusion 360, a yeah. drawing program. You guys uh, oh, owe it real to yourselves. Quick, while we're while we're still driving, we got those two questions. I forgot. Yeah, what were they? So Colin Beaver Badger on uh, Instagram, one of our patrons, he wants to know what are we gonna do with our tools when we die? Yeah, well, you know, it depends uh, how. Uh, how soon that is for me. I, if if, uh, if it was uh, something recent, like I'd have to leave mine to Jeff. And he could do whatever he needs to with them. Well, I'm going to use them if that's the case. <laughs> that's what I mean. We're passing the building right now. So they got that gate closed up. Um, yeah, same thing. I, you know, if, if it was anything... You know, now I would obviously <laughs> they go robbed. Um, it, you know, if I was in the position in the future where I had you know an apprentice or somebody you know who I was working with, it it go to them maybe or my son. I don't know. It's that's a tough one. Yeah, it's very situational. And at at this point, um, obviously they go to rob because yeah. it's going to make the best use of them. the the. There's no real value on the marketplace for used tools. I mean, it's not, it's, you, you want them to go to somebody who's going to put them to, to work. Yeah. Look at this person. They just... <laughs> that was, that was a move. Yeah. I mean, I guess I should have turned right on red. Um, that's one thing we do in New Jersey too. You could turn right on red. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jerry, GA Woodshop. Another patron, he wants to know, like, what kind of plywood do we like? Do we like <clears throat> veneer core, MDF core, um, combo core, and if there's any brands? Look yeah. at that core. What the hell is that? Karma. Huh. Is that a Ferrari? I don't know. I never heard, saw it. I mean, it looked similar to many cars. Yeah. 
Well, we tried that uh, Orico. Is that how you say it? Orico? Orico? Yeah. Um, and John Peters has been uh, talking about it for a long time. Oh, no, no. That is a brand of plywood, but we, yeah. we've we tried Garnica. Garnica. Or Garnica, yeah. Garnica. I don't know That's which, it. Which it is, but... Um, but this is valid parking, right? Yeah. We don't really... We try and avoid MDF when uh, it's possible. Yeah. We rarely, rarely get into it. If there's something that has to be super flat, super stable, super smooth... We'll, we'll cut it outside. <laughs> yeah, we may use it for like a jig or something. Yeah. Um, but we really don't buy it. Like no. it, it may come as like a cover sheet for plywood, and yeah. then, we'll, then we'll, you know, we're, we're not going to let it go to waste. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't, we're not really have a specific brand. No. Garnica is definitely nice. We've been using that lately. Um, I mean, it didn't used to be such an issue. Like it, the the quality of plywood has definitely decreased. I mean, you have to be pickier than you used to yeah. need to be. Um, that's something I I noticed. Um, I I can't remember when it was, but like the first time I cut down a sheet and I got that little potato chip action mm -hmm. from the same place I'd always gotten the, the plywood. I'm like, huh? Yeah. And then the next sheet, same thing. And, you know, all of a sudden there was a, a new grade of plywood you had to pay extra for. Yeah. Yeah, it's like everything, you know, they they try and bring the quality down and then, you know, to save money and then you got to you gotta upgrade yep. to get anything that's any good. Yeah. Well, so, there we go. That I, I wonder what people thought of this. Yeah, let us know. Check out the YouTube if you're just listening. You get to see uh, some sights. You get to see <laughs> two knuckleheads in the car. Yeah, basically what I saw in the rearview mirror. Well, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're parked. Oh, look, they're up in the up on that television. Oh yeah, yeah. People are probably caulking the windows in. Um, I guess we better drive up there and investigate. Yeah, we're about a, almost a hundred yards away. Yeah, we don't want to carry that baker. No. All that ways. Well. Tune in next week, guys. We'll, uh, I'm assuming we'll be back in the We'll be back basement. in the shop, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the studio. But, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week, episode 43. All right, take care.